Welcome to the Love Letters Profiles podcast. I'm Barbara Farraher. And I'm Mike Farraher. We started Love Letters Profiles to help our clients write love letters to themselves. Because whether you're writing a dating profile to find the love of your life, or you're upgrading your LinkedIn profile to plot that next big career move, it starts with having the confidence to go for something bigger. Go for something you always deserved, but didn't think was in reach. Our Love Letters podcast is an extension of that. We'll speak to coaches, matchmakers, authors, titans of business, and other cool people who are living their best life right now, regardless of the circumstances. We look forward to learning from them and hope you will as well. Let's Let's dive dive in. Well, we are so excited at Love Letters Profiles to have uh, our favorite couple, Jessica Varian Maldonado and her husband, Freddie Maldonado. Her husband, Freddie. There you go. And I don't even know if you know this, Jessica. We'll, we'll, we'll go into the hellos in a minute. But um, w- this business, Love Letters Profiles, actually started on the night I worked on your dating profile. And the reason for that is that I have been doing dating profiles for years meeting people at a bar or whatever. And Barb had never seen me do a dating profile before. And when she saw me do yours, we got in the car after we were at uh, our friend Jen's house. And she's like, hello, why aren't you doing that as a business? So it was kind of because of you uh, that we started this business. And then lo and behold, what, 90 days, 120 days later, you not only implemented the dating profile, you ended up marrying such a wonderful, wonderful man in Freddie. So this is just like a homecoming kind of podcast. We want to say welcome to you both. Ah, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you for having us. A wild meeting. I remember it at the time. Your only requirement was a bottle of red wine. Yes. And, and there was, yes. I am not a drinker. So I went to Wegmans and I walked in there. I'm like, gosh, there's a lot of wine in here what the heck i don't know what to do and i walked by the champagne and i was like you know what i'm gonna pick up a bottle of champagne because we're gonna be celebrating and i'm gonna get a bottle of red so i remember walking into jen's sun porch and saying i'm gonna meet the man i'm gonna marry within 30 days and it was like whoa hold on a second and lo and behold i met the man in that 30 days and we got married shortly thereafter and if I remember correctly, we haven't had a sip of that champagne yet. It is sitting in my closet. The six of us must get together. I refuse to open it before then. Right. I'm game. Right. We're in. We're in. <laughs> there you go. Well, speaking of that, let's move to our first question we have for you. Because there's so many amazing things about your story, right? But one of the things that I think is really appealing, and this is why I was so eager to have you on as guests, is that most people put their love lives on hold during this pandemic. And yet you really went the opposite way. You really pursued your love. As you mentioned, you were saying like 30 days, I'm going to find somebody. And I remember you said that that was just something you put out there in the universe and that you had a vision board that guided you to make um, the the moves you did. and, And the results speak for themselves. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that journey? Sure, absolutely. I am the least covid phobic person you could ever find so i maybe gave it to two weeks i had worked prior until i didn't have work 
And then I gave it two weeks of downtime. Then I called Father Miguel at the church and I was like, I need to do something. So next thing you know, I'm packing lunches, hopping in the church van, and we're hand delivering it to all the kids in the inner city. So when you talk about people that, you know, stayed home for a year, it wasn't me. So with the dating, when I was dating, I didn't, I probably slowed down a bit, but I just suggested walks because I truly believed my person was out there and I wasn't going to find him locked up in my house in Oceanport. It, you know, I had to make effort. So, you know, there was, you know, we had the socially distanced walks at Sandy Hook or on the boardwalk because I truly believed, you know, I'm a good person. I do good things and, you know, God's got my back. So I, I never truly stopped but freddie will tell you a completely different story so. yeah i'll tell you that uh i was very covid scared <laughs> <laughs> fearful of my life i didn't want nobody breathing on me looking at me touching me anything so to hear that she was already you know going about her business as usual i was just like out of my blown out of my mind so uh for me it took a, lo- a long a long time it took me a little while but as it came down to the tail end, when things seemed to like kind of like brighten up a little bit, is when I decided to um, to go ahead and f- and find you know the you know my true love, my my life partner, and to see who that was. You had to persevere and just see what's what's you know what what you can do to just kind of get your love life back into back in place, you know, to someone that you truly want to be with in your life, and you know, so that's when I you know I decided to go ahead and reach out and. Lo and behold, <laughs> you know, there she was. There she was, with her and clever, it, sorry, clever profile. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. Was it the profile? Like, you know, when you saw Jess's profile, did you say, "I have to meet her"? Or how did that go? Well, yes. As soon as I saw her profile and the cleverness that was in it and stuff, I said, "This girl's pretty charming. I like this." You know, I wonder if this is who she is in in, in person. Aside from the fact that I was very skeptical about what was out there, you know, the type of females that were out there, especially my past experience as well, you know, I want to be sure of that. But just reading her profile just kind of just mellowed me out with, with the, you know, the humor that was in it. It was pretty clever, you know, well-worded. And I said, you know, if this woman can have this all on her profile, I got to see who this woman is. And sure enough, you know, she was on it. She's like, listen, come meet me out here on a sunset day and, you know, let's see where we go from there. And I said, well, who can say no to a sunset date? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've never been right. on one like that. I never had a female suggest that to me. And right away, you know, this is what it was. So I said, I've been to Sandy Hook. Yes, you know, let's leave the Staten Island uh, morgue over here and, <laughs> and race <laughs> over to New Jersey where the beaches and the sun is. With this woman Jessica, who was waiting for me, and uh, yeah, and we had this incredible, incredible sunset view with you know with her idea in mind, and I saw this tall woman, just like one inch taller than me, mind you. <laughs> She'll tell you otherwise. Just there, and we had this incredible date, sitting there with her laying all over the sand, which drove me crazy because I was like, "Where the hell are you gonna do with all that sand on your clothes now?" <laughs> oh, that's a good that's a good pickup line. Um, let's, get, let's get out of these sandy clothes, shall we? I like you know, I, I could have used you then. Had come up with these well, lines. actually, you know what? It, it can be said that you actually didn't fall 
in love with her first, she fell in love with me first because I'm the one that wrote it. <laughs> so you actually fell in love with me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I reaped the benefits from that one. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I would have kept the cl Sandy clothes on if you and I were in a date, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You two have Melissa Etheridge in a couple months. That's right. Now. Yes, we are going on our first date. Um, Freddie and I, we're going to see Melissa Etheridge <laughs> in, in Asbury Park. That's true. Absolutely. So I guess, you know, part of part of what you said was uh, for you, Jessica, you you just went out there and you lived your life during the pandemic. Um, so that was one recipe of it. But what advice would you give, you know, for people who have been on the sidelines for so long during this pandemic and they're lonely or they're just coming out of it now, they're looking for a partner? What advice would you give to people that are a little skittish about going out there and dating? Sure. Um, I would say just really go for it. I remember when I had first went online, it took me probably two months to meet the first person. And, you know, it was I was just that nervous. I was scared. I didn't know how to do it. And now, you know, I would rather like, let's hop on the phone call. And if you're not busy, I'm not busy. Let's meet tonight. Like, what's the point of wasting time? Like, let's just get together and let's see if it works out. So the only way to win the game is to get in the game. So if you're truly intent on finding someone, even, a, you know, worst case, it becomes a friendship. And just do it. Just make the profile. Just make the effort. Because if you don't, it's really not going to happen, especially organically. It's just like the percentage is like nil, pretty much. You know, everybody says that. And of course, there's horror stories. But there are a lot of nice people and you'll meet nice people. They might not be the right fit, but there's not always horror stories. So jump in the game, put yourself out there and just do it. And have you noticed that, you know, that's just so inspiring how you said that. And it's so such a great optimistic view. Did you notice any of your close friends or family saying, yeah, you know what? If Jess did it, I'm going to do it, too. Like, did it rub off on anybody? Yeah, I definitely had people that decided to go on online and to try it, you know, and really sometimes you're like, is this even worth it? You know, they'll reach out to me. Oh, I have so many horror stories. Well, you know what? Yeah, you have horror stories, but you could find someone in there. So just, you know, be persistent, show up and, you know, encourage others because everybody's most of the time looking for someone else. So if I get my brother on, which I, you know, I've tried and then, you know, my girlfriend jumps on and they wind up just meeting without me, but all of this and they have this mutual friend, then it's a connection that, you know, you're helping destiny along. And then there's a lot of people that are just private. So don't tell me about it. Just jump on, do your thing and see if it works for you. And if it doesn't work on this site, hop onto another site. There's many of them. I mean, I met Freddie on Zeus. And I was with a friend, you know, and she suggested going on Zeus, which advertised on Facebook. And I was like, that's for old people. She goes, it's for <laughs> mature people. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll give it a whirl. But I mean, had she not suggested Zeus for mature people, I would have never jumped on. Because of her and her suggestion, I met Freddie, and that's how, you know, and so the story goes, I'm open and I'll talk to anybody about, you know, my experiences or I'm a strong advocate about, you know, going online. I know a lot of people are, are anti because of all the horror stories, but hey, you got to take a chance. 
And Freddie, how about you? What advice would you give? Um, I would say also to, yeah, definitely give it a try. I mean, be wary of who you attract, obviously. When you have something that's, you know, when you're very precise about, you know, what you want in your profile, you know, you tend to get, you know, people that want the same things, but not ready to deal with the same things. So, you know, you kind of just really, like you said, put your hat, you know, in the ring and just, you know, go for it and, you know, do the process of elimination, you know, because you, you know, you're not going to, you're not always going to be on, you know, have a hit. I didn't really dig too deep when I found Jessica, except for the fact that when I saw her profile, read about her, I saw her picture, she resonated with me almost immediately. And aside from the fact she was the only person that I reached out to, opposed to, you know, all the other inquiries, you know, and it just worked out, you know, and it was just like really, you know, just great how it just, we were looking for each other. We found everything that we ever wanted in each other, you know, as far as the name, you know, for what we wanted, our likes, our dislikes, and it just meshed well. So I would just say, really, just put yourself out there if you can. Do your, do your possible elimination. You will get a lot, a lot of, you know, people out there that are just there for a good time and just want to have a, you know, date and, you know, not be serious. And then you'll have someone that's really looking for their life mate. And uh, so that's why I would just tell them, you know, give it a shot. You know, it's not for everybody, but definitely it's worth it if you end up finding someone like Jessica and I have found each other, which we least expected to happen. And there it was, you know, you have to well, be in it to win it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's like the lottery. Well, in tr truth in advertising, we we've actually become the four of us have become friends. And we actually went out to dinner last night before this podcast was recorded. And, you know, it was just so wonderful to just see the the connection between the two of you and uh wow what an amazing life's work to play whatever part of that brokered that because what a beautiful relationship the two of you have mm. now we got so excited that you were on the podcast that normally when we do a podcast we we actually go through an introduction of our guests because you know you were who, who you are as people before you came together is just as interesting as you you folks as a couple so Jess, uh, as an example, is the CEO at Organista at Home. She's the co-founder of Source Symposium, and she is the author of this great book, She Had No Business, which Hollywood is sniffing around that story. And then Freddie uh, is a co-designer. Well, he's the designer and he's the CEO of Spiritual All-Star, which is really motivational and spiritual uh, clothing line. And We'll start with Freddie first and then over to uh, to Jessica. You know, tell us a little bit about your business. Well, my business is uh, called Spiritual All-Star. And basically what I'm trying to do is allow people to understand the mastery of themselves. To basically always know that in order to better yourself in life, you have to start from within. So a lot of it is a lot of self-reflection and uh, self-acknowledgement where you can take a lot of these instances that happens in your life and turn that into a positive. So what I want my clothes to reflect is the word spiritual all-star, which is spiritual, which anyone can relate to of some form of faith and all-star of themselves. So spiritual all-star to me reflects the person and who's mastered themselves from within. So without that's basically what, what I'm, 
you know, with my company is based off of just, you know, really trying to get everybody to come in. Well, share with them the example of the, the orange vest on the job site. That's what really, you know, planted the seed, I think, right? And which, yes. but which, but which, by the way, you could now that's a, a line that you've been married maybe longer for a couple of months because it's the, the wife that's going to come in and like really tell them about this, tell them about that. So, <laughs> you did that. Absolutely. I would, I would have thought that would have happened a year from now, not a couple of months into it. Yeah, we, we're, we're in the advanced stages now. That's it, baby. Let's go. So tell, us, tell us, Freddie, about the vest. Okay, so how spiritual also ended up coming about was because at one time I used to go to work because I work in a, in a construction field. And uh, so, you know, everything's very, you know, strenuous, you know, mentally, physically. So I needed more inspiration as I got up in the morning to go to work and deal with all these people and deal with the work at hand. So I looked to these inspirational quotes that would inspire me and have me say to myself, hey, you know, that, you know, that really that really hit home, you know, and feel good about the rest of my day. So I decided to go to work and grab my vest and write one of my favorite quotes on the back of my vest. So that way when I'm out working, anybody that sees me from a distance or close by can read this information, read this quote and become inspired themselves that would probably bring some type of uh, definition to what it is they're going through and then deal with that, that situation with, a, with a, you know, good, a better perspective, you know, as I, as I have when I woke up in the morning and read that myself. So I started doing that. Started getting a lot more uh, people coming up to me, say, "Hey, that's really good. You know, that's a great quote. Thanks for you know, thanks for having that. Thanks for you know, showing me that." And I just get stopped in the street all the time is because of all these different quotes I would change up every week and have a different vest, which I was waste a lot of vests, but <laughs> it, you know, it was for a good cause. <laughs> that's great. That's great. You know? And then it went into T-shirts and hats, and right, it's a whole line. Yes, it went into a whole line with that because that's that's kind of pretty much where I wanted to use the idea was from that where people can just read it off my back instead of the front of my chest. They can just take their time reading on back and and then become inspired themselves and just maybe, you know, better their day and do something with that. That's great. That's awesome. That's great. And just tell us a little bit about your business. Oh, geez. OK. I'm like, where do we start here? OK, so Organista Home. I had uh, for 10 years now. So we're celebrating 10 years in business. Woo Thank you. Yeah, this was way before organizing became a thing. So I started like very early days and I needed a way to support my four children and also work around like a mom's schedule, a sole provider, single mom of all to all ends. And so I had watched an episode of Hoarders. I'm like, is this thing really a thing? And then I asked a bunch of women and they're like, absolutely. So I have been organizing, specializing in decluttering and purging for the last 10 years. So I have close, I'm probably at 300 clients now and we've donated over a million items to charity. And uh, so it's super rewarding because I help my clients take back their space, their homes, really live much better with less because they say the average American house has about 300,000 items in it. And that's a lot. I always say that you don't own the items. The items actually own you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. Um, But it's very rewarding because I help my clients. And then I take away these goods and then I donate them locally or I rehome them 
I give a lot to the the school that I worked with in Asbury. So I know different people, different organizations that need different things. So I sort it out and I get to people things. For example, I just had white Christmas lights and Christmas garland for a woman that's moving. And I just got a Facebook message saying, hey, we need things for the, the junior prom. And I'm like, guess what? Come on over because I got them. They oh, that's white so amazing. And so garland. Great. And then this week I had a box of graduation cards, cute ones, before, you know, everybody did them off the computer. But you would handwrite in place, time, or whatever. So these were super cute. So I sent a text to the principal of Our Lady of Mount Carmel School which is low income um, and they don't really have a lot of funds. I said, Hey, I have this huge box of graduation cards. She goes, we'd love to use that. So they're going to do whatever they're going to do with it. So it's fun to see where these things land and knowing that, you know, not necessarily they're going to go and spend $10 on each pack of cards for all of the kids in eighth grade or kindergarten or whatever they might use it for. So it's super rewarding. So my clients feel good. So it's really a feel good thing for them. And then I keep things out of the landfill because most people don't know what to do with things. So they're like, oh, what's the big deal? A coffee mug, I'll throw it away. This, I'll throw it, you know. Mm. And so I, when I leave clients' homes, I take it and I rehome it. So nothing's going to the landfill where it's going to stay for a zillion years. Wow. And I imagine the clients are so, it must be such a relief when things are cleared out and organized. It just gives you that sense of peace so imagine how peaceful you'd be if uh some of those shopping bags that you have tucked in the closet got uh, i did hear of those <laughs> no absolutely here's what's gonna happen here's what's gonna happen jess while freddie and i are on our date to melissa etheridge you come over to the house <laughs> well come through my window come to my window <laughs> there we go yes you're gonna come to my window and you're gonna throw out some of these shopping bags that some people have amassed in the house now speaking of music we always ask this question of our guests if you're getting ready either for a romantic date or you're getting ready for work you know what music do you put on both of you and together that motivates you sure i'm lately obsessed with that head and heart by joel corey it's just a very like upbeat inspiring like when i'm like getting down or i'm like you know i need to shift my mindset i put that on and that really gets me up and the other one is uh unforgettable by french montana it's just something about the mm. vibe the way that it sounds it just it's automatically it triggers me to like okay be happy shift your mindset forget about the to-do list so those are my like to do, I mean, my go-tos. And then uh, Freddie and I, I think we share the John Mayer. We listen to him a lot mm -hmm. together. And together. of course, Yacht Rock. Who can't, <laughs> who doesn't love some Yacht Rock? Absolutely. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? And then, oh little, God, Freddie's a music. Dan. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then Freddie puts on some of this high fast-paced Spanish music. I'm like, oh my gosh. You gotta have that Latino trap. <laughs> <laughs> what Latino uh, doesn't shake his butt? You know, come yeah, on. Yeah, well, shake your bum bum, shake your bum bum. Got to. <laughs> I'm trying to, not like Jesse hasn't been shaking it with me, but you know, we gotta do that in the morning. Kind of get that, that energy going. That's good. That's so, and how about you, Freddie? What motivates you musically? Musically, anything that's more... Um, adult contemporary. I, I love I love to listen to say, 
John Mayer, Michael Bublé, and some, uh, you know, some Coldplay. And of course, classic rock, you know, things that just kind of like get you going, get your vibe right, you know, as soon as you get up in the morning. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my go-to. I know when uh, we were together last night, the four of us were, you know, fantasizing about when we can get back to concert. So we're in. Yes, we're gonna yes. double date. We're gonna double date with the Maldonados. Uh, I think this <laughs> summer, actually, we're gonna probably go to the Stone Pony Summer Stage here in uh, in Asbury Park. So uh, we will be uh, rocking on with you. So yeah, we got PNC August thirteenth. Don't forget, we got to land those tickets too. There oh right, go. for Hall and Oates. Yes. Hall and Oates. Oh right. yeah. The blue eyed soul. We're gonna be there screaming go. fans in the aisle. <laughs> well, we are. Uh, we are just. Uh, uh, screaming with pride that again uh, we, we've collected uh, friends in you and it was just it's so great to be in your presence whenever we are oh, and uh, just you. grateful to have you guys be our friends and also um, I, I really think uh, which is again was such an appeal to have you on this podcast is that for everything you said there's so many people that are not living their lives that way that, that are that are still you know, in some cases, the pandemics, they haven't been putting themselves out there at all. And the pandemic's yet another excuse not to. So the fact that you decided, you know, to put it on a vision board and to say, this will be happening in my life, no matter what, um, I think is just a real source of inspiration. I hope that the listeners got that from you because you certainly inspire us for sure. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for that evening coming, sitting you know, pulling together bits and pieces that I would have never worded together and making me like sit back and be like, wow, mm. thank you. You know, like I didn't see that. I wouldn't have put that together like that. And just, you know, being that unique as so many profiles you just read and they're the same, 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 same. And just putting that little spin making the person stand out so thank you for taking that time well yeah we you don't uh, i i have a golden rule i do not put anything around long walks on the beach in anybody's profile i just <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do but we I didn't know. go there and 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 you know that's what was so cool i that's one of the things i remember you're like but mike that's one of my favorites and the way he worded it and then you brought that up when you you know we're ready to go on the date with freddie let's do this you know it, it yeah. just came organically so tell us, uh, tell us how people can get in touch with uh, Spiritual All-Stars or the Organista business, or I should also just put a plug in for the She Had No Business book, because I think uh, your story of just persevering and creating a business that makes a difference in other people's lives, uh, and in the process, just, you know, raising your children as a single parent, I think that entire context of that story is a is a really great one. So it's no shock that there's uh, interest in Tinseltown over it. So tell us a little bit about how people can get plugged into the things that you're doing. Okay. So um, before I go, before I get into that, um, I just want to let other people know as well that um, when you get into a relationship, be that person's best friend once you're in it and when you're locked in and go on those dates and those date, make those date nights and just be a part of that, that whole experience because, you know, it's very you know, welcoming to have that and can maintain that so that we can have a long lasting relationships. <laughs> are, 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 forward. You talking, are you talking about our Melissa Ethers date or just? A yes. <laughs> you <laughs> got like, it. Freddie, where you did that it. even come from? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I'm not even more excited it, to go to Melissa Ethers now. It's so. Sangria number two. So let's go <laughs> that. Is it too early for Sangria? Not no. at all. No. 
never. That's how I shake my bonbon in the morning. There you go. <laughs> you know, the secret is... You know, we finish up mass, go to BJ's, and then it's sangria Exactly, time. exactly. <laughs> and have our bread and wine. <laughs> so how, so how, do they, how do everybody get a hold of you? Um, you can get a hold of me at spiritualallstar.com and also on Instagram at spiritualallstar. Facebook as well, spiritualallstar. And uh, yeah, so come take a look at my website, see what's available, more t-shirts and hats uh to come and uh and hopefully you love what i'm what you know what that the whole company is basically based off of and what it's about awesome and you jess absolutely organista home organista home.com i'm on facebook and instagram uh for source um women's symposium so that's seize opportunity and rise we have a sore nj women on instagram uh, so that next conference is coming up in October. And then She Had No Business. It's available at Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Walmart, all those venues. And, uh, of course, you know, the Facebook, the Instagram, that's probably the best. I'm on LinkedIn. I'll probably have to have Mike take a look at that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so we're we're out there. And, you know, we just... You know, my biggest passion in life is to help others to any capacity. So if that we could do that or move anybody forward or, you know, please don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions because I've been there and I've done that. So by all means, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Rock on. Rock on. So glad to count you as friends and I can't wait to see what you're up to next. Amen. You guys are the best. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. You Have too. a great day. Thanks. Be safe. Thank Bye-bye. And now let's hear Jessica's profile, the love letter to herself that started a beautiful romance. Hello? My eyes are up here. That's better. Professional entrepreneurial organizer with a big, messy heart that is always under renovation to make room for the people that touch my soul along the way. Feng Shui literally translates as wind water in English. Looking for someone to propel our dreams through choppy waters and smooth sailing. Looking for the right man to keep up with me on a Saturday night and then can man up to drag your sweet butt to church on a Sunday morning. I love to travel on spontaneous road trips with minimal baggage, seeking same. Proven caregiver that proudly and independently raised four kids by myself looking to care for and be cared for by someone not afraid to take the reins from this type A personality once in a while. Do you or someone you know need a little help writing a love letter to yourself that has you back in the dating game to score the love of your life? Let us help. Visit loveletterprofiles.com now. E-gift cards are also available. Thank you for listening to the Love Letters Podcast. Our aim is to lift people with words with our dating and career profiles we create. And we hope these words in this podcast lifted you as well. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell friends about it. You can also like us on our Facebook and Instagram on Love Letters Profiles. To visit our website, check out loveletterprofiles.com.